Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week we're going to take a look at MLW Insider with EJ and Duca and review MLW Fusion 158 Middleweight Championship action as Shun Skywalker takes on the young goat, Myron Reed. But first, the news. It was announced this past week that MLW in New York will be hosting War Chamber. Tickets for this event go on sale today, well, at least as of this recording, a.k.a. December 8th, 2022. Um, What is War Chamber? War Chamber is the second biggest event in MLW, or at least in my humble opinion, uh, because, I mean... You know, Battle Ride has to be number one. Love me some Battle battle Royals. Uh, but War Chamber is MLW's version of War Games. Uh, so men of varying size teams, four, maybe five, uh, take part in a battle coming in one-on-one-on-one-on-one, on one on one, going back and forth, alternating every five minutes until everyone's in, and then you can actually bother to win the match. Pinfall, submission, surrender, however it takes... Um, usually a big mess, and I am here for it. Love those things. Um, nobody has been formally announced to be taking part yet. This is just the announcement that April 6th, we will have War Chamber in New York City. In other news, the former John Morrison is making his return to MLW in Philadelphia, uh, Saturday. January 7th at the 2300 Arena. Uh, He is going by the moniker of Johnny Fusion, which is to be expected. This is what the former John Morrison tends to do as he promotion hops, takes up the name of said promotion or their television program. No opponent has been announced yet for him, uh, but the man has traveled all around the world, obviously, in recent years, even going back to the WWE uh, with his wife, uh, current middleweight champion, Taya Valkyrie, and of course, she is now in MLW, so, well, you know, the traveling pairs, I suppose, I suppose, uh, but... Welcoming me back, Johnny Fusion. Uh, other folks announced for Blood and Thunder January 7th is for the World Heavyweight Championship, Alex Hammerstone taking on Yamato, Jacob Fatu taking on Ben K. Others scheduled to appear, but not in matches as of yet, Alex Kane, Real One, Davy Boy Smith and the Billington Bulldogs, Hustle and Power, Lindsay Dorado, Taya Valkyrie, Microman, Davey Richards, Mance Warner, Delirious, Sam Adonis, Billy Starks, Cesar Duran, the Samoan SWAT team, the FBI, and La Estrella. So shaping up to be a big, big show. Excited to see what's coming out of it. Um, well, because it's, well, coming up pretty darn close. And of course, you know, Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, all that good stuff is back. All right, uh, going to take it down a notch hopefully um it was announced uh this past week or revealed uh via sports illustrated that mlw uh wrestler uh sole proprietor of the dynasty richard holiday has been battling uh hodgkin's lymphoma uh for the last handful of months and it's been you know readily apparent that holiday hasn't been working the more recent tapings as of late um and you know, he hasn't been quite sure how long he's been dealing with it, but he just noticed a general decline 
um, in his physical health, uh, but it was never bad enough to really step away up until we kind of got to the point uh, where he, until t- the most recent, what was taped months ago, but, um, you know, was on Thanksgiving Fusion, uh, the False Count Anywhere match with Hammer, uh, with Alex Hammerstone. Uh, it was really about that time where he really just kind of, like, had to, like, I don't know. I don't want to say suck it up, uh, but you know, really take his health into account because he was he was, you know, doing all these things to just stay afloat and focus on his career, and you know, it was just kind of catching up to him. Uh, you know, chills and iron deficiency. Like they were even worried about that he had some sort of internal bleeding um, when the scans found uh, determined that it was Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, and as of the time of this article, he's about halfway through his treatment um, and doing very well. Uh, looking forward to getting back into the ring and uh, you know turning this into a positive and sh- you know helping show that. You know, obviously, this isn't a death sentence, like, you know, and, and that he's going to be able to come back uh, better, stronger, faster, um, you know, uh, and just to show that it's possible and not to let, you know, other folks who are going through similar uh, trials, you know, to be this downtrodden as well. So, uh, speedy recovery to Richard Holiday. Uh, hope all for the best and obvious i mean it's he's halfway through the process now like he's gonna get through it it's gonna be great uh, and we're just looking forward to uh seeing him back in the ring and uh sole proprietoring the dynasty as he did once before all right taking things back up a notch now uh now that we don't have to be so solemn um mlw insider this week the judge is our guest well our guest Alicia Toots guest. Uh, I'm not that important quite yet. Um, but before we get to the interview that, uh, Alicia goes over War Chamber, which we've done, so you know all about the War Chamber. Uh, the return of Johnny Fusion. Uh, it's been about three years since he's been gone. Back now. Sweet deal. We get the MLW Rewind, but of course, you listen to this show, so you don't really need that there. Rewind. Uh, though she really, once again, like pull, puts over the uh, conspiracy theory that Alexander Hammerstone is the uh, card-laying backstage killer. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, get that board all ready to go. Uh, but most importantly, she is joined by EJ Duca, who's been in a tiff with Alexander Hammerstone, well, just like Atut and Richard Holiday have been, um, welcomes him, uh, welcomes the judge to the show, and, like, the judge is just out for blood already. He's hangry, evidently, and just, like, salty over Holiday getting two title shots while the judge has to work, like, silently in the background, you know, doing his thing and being the best in MLW. Um, and him and Alicia kind of go back and forth before they agree, like, okay, truce they're friends let's just keep acting like friends um they talk about ej's transition from the wwe to mlw the judge notes that he received hall of fame training from the wwe taught him how to wrestle and then he's taken that training and mixed it with his own style to you know be the judge that we see now here in MLW, one of the you know most dominant titans in the business at the moment. Uh, they talk about EJ feeling overlooked despite having the tag team championship with Calvin Tankman, and basically 
EJ's like, look at the stats. He's undefeated in tag team competition. He's undefeated in singles competition. You know, most eliminations in battle right history is gatekeeping by the higher ups that are keeping him down. And it's his time to just to take what he deserves. He's done the work. Now it's in time to enjoy the fruits of his labors. That being said, uh, if there's any talk of dissension between Nduka and his tag team partner, Calvin Tankman, they are handling that strictly behind closed doors. Tankman is not answering any phone calls from Alicia Toot. And Nduka, like Flato just says, like they handle everything in-house. So, you know, they're not going to blab their business out for everyone to hear. To add some levity to this here broadcast, they also talk about best meals on the road. Uh, evidently, there's a nameless Japanese joint that both Alicia and the judge really enjoyed. Uh, judge is a big fan of Chilo- Philadelphia cheesesteak as well. Uh, Orlando Airport, though, they're not a fan of that. So, uh, Airport in Orlando, get your stuff together, man. Uh, make the judge like you. And then, of course, tailoring it back into the current MLW product, he is very upset with Hammer making the media rounds and just talking all, all sorts of smack about the judge. The judge isn't all about that. He's just there for action, and, the, and Hammer's just going to get his in the end. All right, it is time to delve into the action. MLW Fusion 158 Middleweight Championship on the line in our main event. We get a recap of all the dead bodies littering the stairwell from last week with Cesar uh, Cesar Duran just turning tail and running away with his Lucha Goons. We have our intro, Rich Bocchini, Joe Jombrowski, welcome us to the show, run down the card with Shin Skywalker and Myron Reed in the main event. EJ and Duca is going to be in action. Willie Mack is joining them on commentary as we move into our first match of the evening tag team action. La Anexion and uh, Hell Fashion and Mark Davidson will be taking on the Samoa SWAT team with Jacob Fatu in their corner. Lance Anawai, Juicy Finau, just gonna get cray cray here in the his house i suppose uh however before we get cray cray in the his house we have to take like 30 minutes to get through the sst's uh entrance they're just i don't know dancing around the ring having a good old time with the crowd just playing some music hanging out i'm just sitting there waiting for the wrestling to start as the sst you're just Jawjacking around the ring. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, <laughs> eventually, we has match uh, as we try to do like the yay boo corner poses uh, with obviously the SST being the good guys getting cheered and Anexion being the heels getting booed and the SST attack them from behind. So that's how we're starting. It's just going to wild brawl things going, which that part I'm all dead. I'm okay with. We're, we're cool with that. Um, fighting all around the ring. We go to break and we come back and Lance Anawaii's diving on Anexion. Juicy, though, misses a tumbleweed into a guardrail. That that had to hurt no matter what way you slice that. And Juicy's a big, big dude to be doing tumbleweeds to begin with, let alone into steel guardrails. We go inside with Anexion double-teaming Lance Hits some nasty double knees upside the head on Lance. Uh, however, Juicy gets in the ring and after some uh, finagling, hits the double Samoan drop, followed by Lance hitting the Samoan splash. One, two, three, your winners, the Samoan SWAT team. After the match, Rich meets up with Jacob Fatu with the microphone. 
Jacob's uh, Jacob of the SST. They're doing it all for the gold. He trash talks real one for re- for a brief moment, just reminding him that you know they still have business. Uh, calls out Willie Mac. Willie Mac comes over. Uh, Mac lays down a very respectful challenge, and well, Fatu just well rather respectfully uh, accepts that their challenge. So we will be getting that signed and accepted here in the near future. Willie Mac will be taking on Jacob Fatu. Battle of the West Coast Big Men should be fun on that there front. Meanwhile, Alex Kane announces that Bomaye is going international. Mr. Thomas is in Thailand, wrecking skulls. Myron Reed's fighting people from Japan. And Japan just keeps sending people over for Reed to knock down. And tonight, shooting Skywalker will be no different. Uh, this segues into a Davy Richards uh, promo video that he's been training with a special someone. Doesn't say who. And then he's coming for the Opera Cup, who... Alex Kane has physical possession of, even though it's technically Davy Richards is right now. We also get word that Court Bauer and Cesar Duran are to be meeting behind closed doors, that Court and the MLW board of directors are not happy with how uh, last week was handled by Cesar as everyone was killed and Cesar just ran away. Um, And also next week we'll see Davy Richards taking on SB Kento. In other news, Leo Rush is out of the retirement for like the 50th time. The former MLW middleweight champion is coming back to the company. He'll be returning soon. Also, speaking of that meeting between Court Bauer and Cesar Duran, we go to Court Bauer's office. We hear a bunch of yelling and Cesar Duran just storms out. Evidently, he's he's just he's just done for the time being. But never mind that. Mads Kruger gets to talk now. He's not Doc Gallows, but he has totally got words for Mance Warner continuing their feud. He wants to put to the test the name uh, the Southern Psychopath. Um, so big matches brewing between those two as well. All right, let's take ourselves a brief pause for the cause, get some podcasts, get some energy drinks and or workout supplementy stuff. I don't know, I'm just going to chug some melatonin probably. And if I wake up, I'll be back in a minute. If you're like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently Italian ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CAS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like Cass, drink Ray's Energy... All right, we are back with our second match of the evening. It is Sultan da, uh, Del Ere taking on the judge EJ Nduka. Sultan's bring with him his Raichu. Evidently, his fighting style is Raichu. He is dressed like Bret Hart with a lucha mask on, so I think he's been hanging around CM Punk and the Revival, or excuse me, FTR, and you know all the other members of that Bret Hart fan club. Um, however, though, I hope this uh, bodes well uh, because. Uh, he is taking on the judge, and the judge is a big undefeated dude. And uh, oh, oh no, 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 <laughs> oh, oh no, oh the judge just beals Sultan back and forth across the ring. He's just like playing ping pong by himself with Sultan's body. Uh, Sultan tries to speed up things, gets some flippity flops in, works over some kicks, and gets caught with a big spine buster. 
Uh, the judge takes too much time, you know, jawjacking with the crowd, allowing the Sultan to try to speed things up again, who eats a clothesline for his efforts. Uh, big spinning protobomb by Nduka gets the three count. Your winner, still undefeated, as if there was going to be any doubt by this, the judge, EJ Nduka. And, huh, yeah, good job, Brett. Couldn't fool us, and you couldn't handle EJ, but... Never mind, we're just going to keep on moving on. Uh, after the match, EJ gets the microphone, but doesn't get to say a whole lot outside of Silencio and telling the crowd to shut up when a wild Alexander Hammerstone attacks. He runs down, they has fight, they brawl around the ring, head up the, uh, the ramp to the stairs, to the stage, and then Hammer just kind of like Fez presses him through the stage. Both men are down. Hammer is bleeding. Uh, we can't quite tell if it's coming from an ear or if it's from his mouth. Commentary is wildly speculating in the meanwhile, though we do get uh, replays and commentary confirms that Hammer does have a hole underneath his lip, but is refusing medical attention. Backstage, we see Jacob Fatu getting ready to do some pouncing, chooses to not go through with it. Evidently, they were talking uh, that he was planning on cashing in his opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship, but he doesn't want to win like that, so we're noping out tonight. Further announcement also notes that number one contender for the World Featherweight Championship, Lady Flammer, will be taking on Taya Valkyrie in two weeks, and Cesar Duran is at least temporarily out as MLW matchmaker. Uh, so if he is not coming back, he is going out with a whimper rather than a bang, and the last proper vestige of MLW Azteca uh, is out the door with very little ceremony, which disappoints me because I, I do I do like the work of Cesar Duran uh, as the uh, big bad in the background, if nothing else. And, of course, I'm going to miss those sweet, sweet Lucha henchmen. All right, it is time for our main event of the evening, for the MLW World Middleweight Championship, Hot Fire, the young goat, Myron Reed, with Beaumaye Fight Club mentor Alex Kane will be taking on Dragon Gate's Shun Skywalker, who, as a surprise, is coming out with the American Wolf, Davey Richards. The match goes to start, and we just magically fast forward to some flip-floppy type chain grapple back and forth before uh, Skywalker takes the lead and hits a tope suicida outside the ring. We go to break. A big boot by Skywalker gets two. Reed comes back and hits a slingshot flatliner for two. That was kind of nifty looking. Uh, do love me a, some various slingshot maneuvers on that front. Uh, flash uh, single leg drop kick by Skywalker. Kind of evens the odds. Shun hits a big DDT but misses a standing moon knees. Uh, Reed uh, goes for a crucifix but gets slammed down for his effort and gets to eat a second attempt at those moon knees. Uh, but Reed launches himself back in into a counter, hits a stunner, and then hits the flame-on cutter to the floor. Uh, back in the ring, Shun counters uh, flying nothing with a drop kick, hits the SSB for two. Uh, however, you know, it's two count, doesn't mean anything. Uh, Reed, uh, he catches Reed, uh, Reed catches him, excuse me, Reed catches Shun with a cutter off a moonsault tank, gets two count off that. Uh, start trading up roll-ups, and finally, Shun hits a flash roll-up for three. He is your new 
MLW middleweight champion. Uh, they celebrate with uh davy richards in the ring as the show fades off uh with the new champion standing tall in the ring um so that was kind of like our big match for the evening and i'm not gonna lie like i wasn't feeling it uh, and i started like smacking my microphone around um and really like as much as i tend to rag on reed um really i feel like it was, like him and skywalker just didn't gel like or i'm just not seeing what everyone else sees in skywalker like uh his selling like entered like Shawn michaels SummerSlam territory or just kind of gonna bump around kind of randomly and then of course we started getting to like no one sell anything like uh i think the final straw for me ultimately was the flame on which like really it's not quite a pile driver or a destroyer or you know some of those moves to the floor but like dude both dudes like just took a flop to the concrete below and one guy's gonna dive another guy's already countering with the drop kick like that that's kind of a bit much for me as well um but just never really like it was almost like a video game and not in the cool entertaining way i guess um and then we compile that with uh, the two squash matches and it's like i feel like the show is kind of humdrum especially uh with what's going on with sister duran assuming like that's the end of him like it was just kind of all blah tonight which is disappointing uh but of course bound to happen looking at the positive aspects of everything um that you know that being said we did get a right you sighting so i suppose everything's well uh disappointed though no more no dead bodies this week though just kept recapping the old dead bodies of last week but then again if we just keep killing people nobody's going to be left here and then there's going to be no mlw fusion and that's a sad face well, speaking of sad faces, it is time to end this thing. I've complained enough about not being impressed with the uh, middleweight championship match. And I just, you know, also being a cynic, just assume uh, Reed will be winning that back here sometime soon anyway. Uh, but, you know, uh, keep it, uh, you know, keep going to catch on, see how things pick up from there. Of course, the Super Series is continuing on, uh, bringing in the best of international competition elsewhere. So... We'll see how that goes. I appreciate you all giving me a listen. Um, you know, stay tuned for the best ways you can help support this here small podcast. And in the meanwhile, I will see y'all next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below, but the Twitter and Instagram are both at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova. That is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova, where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn, and check it out. 
You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the confusion podcast. There's hyphens in between the confusion podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries, such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzcammer, K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.